1: And here is production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill Hitler? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat
0: muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I
1: have Satan's child?
0: The Big One! everybody and welcome to The Big Ones. Ones. I'm Maria and I'm Amanda and this is The Big Ones. Each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to
1: relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The questions can be complicated to discuss but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep 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 with inside yourself. Will you like what you see? Ryan, Ryan Miller.
2: Miller. Ryan Miller. <laughs> I wish I'd done that with you. Is it too late to, to try again? No, I'll put um, it in. I'll the- <laughs> I'll move it. I'll move the track I'll echo I'll Put an echo on the, it. Yes. We have the technology. <laughs> I'm ready to look deep within, I think. I'm in a co- I think I'm in a COVID haze. I got my my vaccine shot yesterday <gasps> and I was like my wife last night was like, How do you feel? And I said, Oh, I feel great. I'm not gonna get sick and then I've been in the weirdest funk. It's been so strange. So I feel like I'm super high or something, but oh. I'll do my best. No, no that's the perfect But I feel better now. I turned yeah. the corner. I canceled my bike ride because remember, I said I had to be done, but I canceled my bike ride, so I didn't have to be done.
1: Oh, great. We can okay, go all well, day. Here we go we, go. we
2: can go
0: all day. So Ryan, we've been talking before we started recording, but you, but I didn't say to you how big of a fan I was at all and um you need to know like i'm a huge fan of guster i'm like a huge fan of guster so much so that like i'm actually choking up a little right now you were like my high school you were like my high school experience keep it together was Mm. like a huge part of my life like huge huge and i'm just so excited to have you here
2: so are there like girls or or boys that you all call after this and be like i just talked to the guy like no who is it
0: my friend katherine katherine anderson she, Catherine
2: Anderson.
0: She, okay. you know what's funny? I'm going to tell a little story. So back in okay, so what was it? When did like 2000? I it was my freshman year of high school, right? And there was this girl, Catherine Madden, Catherine Anderson now, who I thought was really cool. That was in my high school. Who who i knew of like in grade school now she's my best friend but in grade school i knew of katherine madden because she went to the other uh grade school in the community and i was like i've heard of her she's cool and she was in my high school and i was like i'm gonna go on to her aol profile and see what kind of music she listens to because oh. she's cool so i went onto her A- uh, aol profile and her favorite bands were blah 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 guster and i was like who's guster so i went on my LimeWire. sorry ryan
1: and I, I
0: yeah. illegally downloaded some Guster songs and you guys became my favorite band. I saw you guys so many times live and you just became like the band for me.
2: Thank you. That's awesome.
0: You guys are the I best. I love that story. I told my mom I, too and she like got she was like, You tell him that I love them. <laughs>
2: like, okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we <laughs> we can do mom we do mom and daughter. People come as families and stuff. Because we've been a band for so long that sometimes people grow up.
1: Mm, I mean
2: yeah. I met those dudes, we played our first show, like, fuck, what is this? What year is this? Oh, yeah, 30 years ago. Like, I was 18. Wow. I'm 40.
0: You know what also happened is I emailed you guys in my senior year of high school because, like, I was loved you guys so much. I was like, I'm going to go to Tufts like them. So I emailed you guys. I got your email somehow, and I was like, hey, guys, I'm, I'm going to apply to Tufts. Do you think it's cool to go there? And I think your drummer... <laughs> wrote me back and was like yeah tufts is awesome you should definitely go there i, love how, you, I love how you say you think he wrote you back like you don't know 100%. Well, i thought it was him i thought well i don't know if it was like him or like one of your like assistants. but um, i no, like no, no no we
2: didn't no no it's definitely brian because we didn't have we don't ever have assistants and also because that was the thing he would do you know what i mean that was his vibe he would write people yeah. back
0: but i didn't get into On tufts
2: part, from our band laptop oh i'm sorry uh Where did you, did you go to college?
0: Yeah, that's Amanda and I met in college. We met at Loyola Marymount University in uh, Los Mm -hmm. Angeles.
2: Oh, look at you guys. And now look at your friendship, thriving, co-creating. What episode is this for you two?
1: Oh, good question. There's actually no way to know. There's no count? <laughs> There's no one. No one's <laughs> counting. All we know is we've been doing it for a very long time.
2: I many like years.
1: Like years. Light yeah, years. For real?
0: Light years and like years. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. What was the, uh, what was the, can you tell me your um, origin story of how you decided to do this podcast?
1: Ooh, it was probably Maria's idea because she has all the big ideas. So, uh, <laughs> I, I'm sure I think, cause we had yeah. another move another podcast where we'd called trading movies, where we'd uh, Maria and this guy Craig would each assign each other a movie to watch, and then we were like, we should do something new. A couple of years later, and I don't know how we came up with this,
0: but and, and then yeah, now because I, I was thinking of it as like a game, like a like a like a fun party game would be like to discuss moral dilemmas. And then I was like, well, yeah. let's just make that a podcast where we have to decide by the end, you know, how, how we I would... love that. Yeah. Just talk. Yeah. About you need it
2: an arc, You're like a beginning and a middle and an end.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I like about it. Yeah. We're
2: still at the beginning though.
0: We sure are. Wait till we get to the end. <laughs>
2: <I> can't wait.
1: <laughs> well, Ryan, we always start the show by asking our guests if they have any sort of small dilemma that's been on their mind that they might want our, uh, our perspectives on or want to talk through. So do you have anything like that?
2: I have a small one that happened last night at dinner. Oh, um, My daughter, I'm married and I have a daughter who's 12 and a son who's 10. And last night I was cooking dinner. This is before I started feeling funny with my vaccine. Uh, um, they said something about astrology and astronomy. Okay. And I was like, they're totally different because astrology is complete bullshit. And astronomy is science. And then I was like the bad guy, oh. like, and then I did, not I was sort of sussed it out like 15 minutes in that I was like squashing my daughter's dreams. Cause she had a friend who was into it. And I was like, look, I think it's really cool. Like I think it's a really interesting thing and it's a really interesting way to, sort of parse the world and think about like interrelational stuff. But I, but I was like, but it's not science. I was like, I can Google it for you. I can show you, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, like I can show you this. Statistics. Um, but then I felt like a total jerk. Cause I was like, you know what I mean? So I guess that's my moral dilemma. But then I, but then I was kind of defending it in my mind because, you know, you have a responsibility as a parent um, to kind of be like, look, science is important, especially now. Like, you know what I mean? Like facts and science are important, but then it's also, I don't want to quash a 12 year old dreams or even maybe my wife's dreams about like how things work. So I don't know. So that was my moral dilemma.
1: Fascinating. I have a lot of like, I've been in this exact situation where I was the wife. Oh, you're the
2: one, you're the, you're the, you the, the, the frou-frou lady with her head in the clouds.
1: Well, listen, I read the paper every morning and occasionally my eyes drift, drift over to the horoscopes. And I, <laughs> I, I know I'm not super into astrology, but I do think that sometimes I have a, an interest in it just the way I w- might have an interest in say a personality quiz or something. Sure. You know? sure, sure. Um, but I also, I, my husband is super like, he he hates it <laughs> he hates astrology wait hold on
2: can i just qualify like i'm not upset and like hold and just this is what i also tried to say at the dinner table i was like you will never hear someone like an a grown-ass man throw around the word energy more sincerely like i always <laughs> talk about energy
0: and vibe.
2: like i think all that stuff's for real and that's not science so like i'm not like i just i don't want this to come off as me being like oh i am a man of science and you cannot measure does not exist you know like i'm super into like all this kind of hippy dippy stuff but that one, I don't know. So sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just wanted to qualify.
1: No, and I think that's kind of how, like, well, okay, so you, you're you a little more hippy dippy maybe than my husband. But I think that there's a, I think what you did to me is okay, because you are, we're acting as the father, and you just probably wanted to make sure that your daughter understood like this isn't the same as astronomy. But from here on out, when she knows that, I kind of think of it as like, if I say something about a horoscope, and then the reaction I get is like, well, that's, not real. It's such a wah wah. You know, it's yeah, like I just trying to. to I just want to yeah. have a conversation. Like, let's use this as a jumping off point to maybe <laughs> I don't know. Like, who knows where it will lead us? But but I think from here on out, you could maybe be a little bit more open for the conversation. Maria, what do you think?
0: Well, here's what I think. I think that fathers are looked up to a lot of the times by their daughters. Um, Yes, daddy-daughter is a real thing. Yeah, daddy, if you've heard of a daddy-daughter dance, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, And so when daddy says that daddy doesn't like something, daughter then feels like, well, then maybe Uh I shouldn't like it either. And I know this from personal experience that a lot of, I remember distinctly, when I was maybe like six or seven, there was a movie that came out with Hulk Hogan called um, the, the one with the nanny. What was the nanny? Like Mr. Nanny or something. Or he was like, he was basically the poster was like him in a tutu or something. And he was being a nanny to these kids. Okay. Anyway, I saw it with my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: saw, oh, no okay.
0: <laughs> I saw it with my friend, Devin Dickerson and my dad. And we got out of the theater and my dad was making fun of it. And my dad was saying, oh. well, that was ridiculous that was a ridiculous movie movie and devin was like i thought it was really fun and i remember saying to devin like well i didn't think it was that great and devin looked at me and she went you just don't like it because your dad doesn't like it oh burn. and that has stuck with me since that day because i understand that i'm very affected by the way other people ex- accept information that if i'm told oh that's stupid oh then all of a sudden i'm going to judge it I'm gonna judge it and that's gonna be yeah. that because I look up to the And person.
2: I didn't I didn't know that at the beginning of the conversation. Exactly. I just thought we And sometimes I don't like sometimes I jump in, I don't know, this is just a, maybe some kind of failing. How I'm gonna fuck up my kids. No, no, no. Like a failing as a dad. <laughs> but it's like, oh I just I but also it's like I really wanted to emphasize it's like, look, it's all cool. You can play and this is fantasy and fable and mythology and storytelling and interrelation like I can get with all that but it's not has nothing to do with science like but the tides were 80% water so the tides are this but like I can't get with that and I don't want to perpetuate that it's be like well no it's cool for this reason but it's not cool anyway
0: well and to be fair to my dad the movie did suck and if I would (laughs) have liked it then that would have been you know a failing on his if he would have said like oh it was a good movie then I would have grown up thinking that that was comedy and that was funny and it's not exactly and so it does add a level of critical thinking of course so i think you did an absolutely fine thing and i think going forward you just have to be very open to it but i think you putting that little seed of judgment isn't a bad thing actually i think that lets her critical think for herself
2: okay yeah okay that makes me feel better because i wouldn't feel good if i'm like yeah this is cool astrology that's totally real and don't even worry about it meanwhile it's like of course when i was in bed last night i googled it and it was like nothing you know what i mean it's like science has nothing to do it's been proven a billion times so it's like i don't want to be that guy but i also want to be like you know come on guys we gotta use our brains it
1: sounds like they planted a seed of doubt in your mind because you had to <laughs> you had to google
2: it I'm, no they only planted a seed of doubt that i was being nasty. Not that I was wrong about astrology.
0: That stuff does help people, though. You know, it is comforting to read an astrology reading and be like, you know, you're going to be okay tomorrow. You know, the the things are Mercury's in retrograde and everything's crashing down, but you're going to come out of it. You know, it may not be based in anything, but it makes people feel good.
2: Oh yeah. And, and I, I, I definitely was emphasizing that from the beginning. It wasn't like, there's is juice and I don't want to ever hear you say that again. <laughs> I was like, look, I understand why this is important, but it's not based in science. Like can't talk about the science part. Let's talk about the storytelling. Let's talk about the myth making, all that other stuff feels very like, and that's legitimate. Like I love storytelling. It's like the coolest shit there is, but I didn't want it to be conflated with science. And that's why I just, and I couldn't, and I could see it happening, and I was like, "Oh, I can't really bite my tongue here. I can't, I can't let this go." I, okay, you made me feel a little. Well, bit what better, was but,
0: their How were they? Uh, what was their rebuttal to you saying it wasn't science? Were they going, "No, it is"?
2: Was there? It was sort of like, "Well, you don't know," and I was like, "Well, yeah, you do. You know, like we need more science. We need more people that listen to facts these days." And then I said, "I was like, well." <laughs> I was kind of being an asshole. Maybe I was like proto-vaccine. Maybe I'm now. Lit, lit in retrospect, maybe that will excuse my behavior. But I was like, well, what would you say if the vaccine didn't work? She's like, then I wouldn't take the vaccine. I don't know. It just spun wow. out to the thing. Okay.
0: Mm. So you were we getting pretty political thing. at the end there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was sort of like, come on, facts matter. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of stuffs going on. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta respect facts, kind of. I'm just going to grab my
1: charger real quick and plug my computer and I'll be right. I'm just going to walk over and I'm in my pajamas. Okay. I was going to
2: (laughs) say that's a cool outfit. (laughs) (laughs) I love it.
1: She's in full pajamas.
0: How do you feel about crystals?
2: Oh, I think similarly. Yeah. Like I know, I know that I don't think that they're a thing. Although maybe. Yeah. I think probably also think it's like predicated on a bunch of. Ooh-ha. But again, storytelling is really important. You know what I mean? So I really, I can get into all that stuff. And if, and if something makes you feel a certain way. And I have a friend who's a who's a pretty famous celebrity tarot reader mm-hmm. in LA. Ah. Like to the stars kind of thing. Cool. Angie Banneke. She would be a great person to have on your thing. She's it. a really amazing person. And every time I've read with her and she's like, and and that's not the kind of thing I normally get with, but she's like, look, this is just the cards and it can be a lot of things like she doesn't she's not like super woo woo. She's like almost on my level mm. where she's just like, you know, it's just crazy. And sometimes they just show us things and sometimes but every time I've seen her do a reading or I've done a reading with her, which is like, you know, a handful of times. It's been amazing. <laughs> and I also saw a ghost when I was little. So I don't know. Maybe I'm not Mr. Facts.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Part what, of you open ghost? to it. Part of you's open to it.
2: Yeah, and I yeah, cuz I, you know, and we're also talking with my kids about like God and stuff and I'm like, well, I don't really believe in God, but I believe there's a, you know, an energy throughout the universe and you know, I can get all that way. It's not just I'm not just like that's what I mean, I'm not just like science science science. Like I I can get into the woo woo. Um, so
1: yeah, you just yeah, don't I want think. to be the conversation killer, right? A couple of, a no, couple want to of be ladies long, long. want to riff on astrology at dinner. What's the harm in that?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it's a fair point, but when it was getting when astrology and astronomy were getting conflated, yeah. when I my hackles went up yeah. a little bit.
0: Well, yeah. maybe you know what you do is you get her a book on astronomy and you get her a book on astrology. <laughs> <laughs> and then you say here too, oh, and, like you, you, and, and you can cross-reference here.
2: Wait, so do you guys feel like you your moral center is pretty developed after having done this for forty five years or however long you've been mm-hmm. doing it? Wow, did you feel that way before you did this show?
1: Mm, no, uh, I, well. I, I, I would say uh, it's slowly seep. It takes probably a decade for any of this stuff to really seep into your your reality. But we do, we do. like the other day,
0: I texted Amanda as I was driving. Not, I wasn't driving as I was driving. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't driving, but I was in the, and I texted her and I said, real time, big one, real time, big one. Like it goes off in an alert in my yeah, head yeah. because yeah. I saw a man uh, on his private property, uh, burning plastic. <laughs> and I said, What do I do here? There was a- what, Like
2: you were going to intervene or something? I-
0: it was shocking to me. There was, he had a huge bonfire going on with wood, and then there was just plastic on top of it, and it was burning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then my boyfriend said, Well, you know, maybe it's like biodegradable stuff. Maybe it's like stuff that's like corn, like it's like something, because there wasn't black smoke. But I, I texted Amanda, I said, What oh. do I do? Do I
1: call the cops? Well, and, yeah. and then I said, because my favorite thing is, um, well, first I asked, is it the private property? And I and then she said, yes. And I go private property, not your problem. Um, yeah. And then but my second tier of advice, and this is my go to is dial up that non emergency line. They most places have them. That's not 911. See, there you go. I love I live by that line. I call it like at least wait really oh i'm constantly calling non-emergency just saying just (laughs) Just so you guys what was
2: the last two what was last Um,
1: okay the last one was there was like a half-dressed woman dancing down the freeway that probably should have been an emergency
2: She was on the freeway. I mean, on she on was her sort feet? of on the side of
1: the freeway dancing. Oh, okay,
2: so you were looking out for her. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then I okay. think I called one um, the other day when there was like a, a wire go- in the middle of the street that seemed like the wire had kind of to- oh, so Fallen.
2: You're by, in like community. You're like a community a community guidance counselor. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? You're like, hey, we got a wire down. We got a half naked <laughs> lady on on Route Six. You know what I mean? I love it because.
1: But then you don't feel bad for waste, you know, calling nine one one and clogging up the lines, just God forbid, in case someone else really needs to get through.
2: Sure. Well I always felt like they was. I I feel like I have one too because I was like I think one of my friends in high school said, You're wise. And I was like, oh, because I felt wise. And then when I went to college, I was gonna be a rabbi. Uh, Because I I was like, oh, if I can, if I can figure out a way to believe in God, I'm going to be a rabbi. But I didn't believe in God. (laughs) But I liked that idea that it was like I could like counsel. You know what I mean? Because I felt like I had some kind of moral center. Also,
0: then you're going to be great for this when we get to our big big one. We get
2: to (laughs) the big. It's not the plastic one, is it?
0: (laughs) No, but I honestly didn't know what to do in that because that was shocking to see. Just willy nilly, let's burn some plastic in a huge bonfire. It didn't seem right.
2: No, I don't know enough. See that for me, I would be like, well, maybe it's a biodegradable thing, or exactly, we haven't done the science on plastic burning. You know what I mean?
1: Exactly, maybe the science might be in on that. And I think it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know for sure.
2: I don't know for sure. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. So, well,
0: we. Uh, I hope we helped you with that, and I hope that you.
2: I. Have, I. I. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Yes. Yes. Great. It's yes. You brought some. You brought some uh, human humanity into the conversation, which is important.
0: Well, now, if you wouldn't mind, just before we're going to take a quick commercial break, um, but if you can just tell people to rate and review our podcast and join our Patreon, that would be really cool because they stopped listening to us like. 50 yeah.
2: Yeah. Who is this? Yeah. Right. You have. You have a Patreon.
1: People get two two bonus episodes a month for as little as three dollars a month.
2: Oh, that's amazing! Well, that's the big that's the best deal in podcasting right there. <laughs> three dollars a month get you two bonus episodes of the big ones. Like, how could you not sign up for these Patreonic uh, vestibules? Sorry, I'm gonna try that again. <laughs> three dollars a month. Look at all the extra content you do, and you're supporting creators billionaires are getting more billionaires you know you know how much richer rich people got during the pandemic know. you know who didn't get richer you guys I mean, that's sure. it's time to that's time crazy. to spread that down it's time to trickle down theory so <laughs> subscribe and rate and bring us on to the patreon it's three dollars a month and you get more of this it's better even better because less of me and more of them big ones coming in hot spotify and other places Bing pong
0: that's perfect god <laughs>
2: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. And we're back.
1: And we're back. All right. Okay. So so our today's big, big one is kind of a throwback. Uh, it's a very classic moral dilemma, and in fact, I've seen it for years. Every time I desperately Google moral dilemmas five minutes before we record, and for whatever reason, I've always just sort of, late, you know, uh, not taken to it. But I thought it's been so long since we've done one of these. I thought today this might be really fun. So, um, this is titled "The Pregnant Lady and the Dynamite." <laughs>
2: I'm so glad I get to do one of these. I thought I was gonna have to come up with a big one. And I'm so no, glad. No, no, okay. no.
1: We got a pregnant
2: yeah. lady and dynamite. Yes, oh, the pregnant yes. lady and
1: the, the dynamite. The
2: dynamite. Super <laughs> end, Yes. So this
1: one has a lot of. Um, I, there's just a lot to this. Okay, so.
2: Do I need to take notes? <laughs> no,
1: no, you'll get it. <laughs> okay. you'll get it right away. A pregnant woman leading a group of five people out of a cave on a coast. Get stuck in the mouth of that cave. In a short time, high tide will be upon them, and unless the pregnant lady is unstuck, they will all be drowned. Ex- they will all be drowned. Fortunately, or unfortunately, someone has with him a stick of dynamite. There seems no way to get the pregnant woman loose without using the dynamite, which will inevitably kill her. But if they do not use it, everyone will drown. What should they do?
2: And the baby, too.
1: <laughs> and the baby, You have to kill
2: too. a baby. You have to put infanticide into this.
1: Yeah. Yes. You know, we'll talk about off the bat what we're thinking. Um, but then if we want to try subbing out the pregnant woman for other things, we can play around with the dilemma. But, but off the bat, what, where are we at with this?
2: Well, this is like this is like the the one hundred and one tra- trolley problem. Yes. This is like the trolley car, mm-hmm. right? You don't do anything and you run over people, but if you move the trolley, then you kill people. But then you're proactive in it.
0: Except your life is on the line in this one because in the trolley problem, you're just you're diverting the trolleys. In this oh, one, right. you're in the group that's stuck. Well, what's the kids.
2: thing? It's like you have to kill someone or else five people die versus a, a pregnant lady and a woman and a child is that it
0: but she's pregnant with
2: twins no Um, if she's pregnant with seven children (laughs) wait wait does the pregnant lady die if you don't blow her up
1: yeah yeah so there's two ways you see this dilemma in the version i chose she will like everyone will die it's basically like blow her up or we're all dead there's also a version where she will survive
2: Right. Because if if it's like if it's like everybody dies or she dies, that seems like that's an easy one.
0: Then let's say she survives. Let's say is she if if yeah, if that she'll be able to get out. Maybe it's like if she can use the she can either use the dynamite to get out or you can use the dynamite to get out, but you will kill her
1: if you use the dynamite.
2: Right, but if nobody uses dynamite, everybody dies, Yeah, right? I think
1: that's how it has to be because this is what's difficult about this one is taking that action, the, the initiative to blow up the pregnant woman with the dynamite. That's really hard for me to to think about doing. I almost would rather die than living with knowing I blew up a pregnant woman. Really? Well, it's tough, you know?
2: I don't... I mean, but... The- what do you do? She have, maybe you can just get her on board.
0: Yeah, that's mm. the thing.
2: You got to talk to her
0: though. So I because she's it. just
2: like, you know what? I just kill me and take, take, take Timmy with me, and that's fine because I want all you to live, Roger and Rodrigo and Juan.
0: So uh, let me just say this, and I know Amanda, this might be how you feel too. I'm angry at the pregnant woman for leading this for leading us all into this cave yeah I'm angry at her for putting us in that danger I'm angry at then her kind of and I am under the impression that if you lead people into a cave if you're the one leading people into a cave you should be the last one out of the cave
1: okay that's actually interesting Maria I never thought about that this the pregnant woman is the leader of the expedition so in a way she's sort of the captain like shouldn't she go down with the ship
2: she's got to go down with the ship She isn't going first, just because she made a baby, just because she had sex and someone put a baby in her. Yep. Yeah. Captains can be pregnant ladies.
1: That's right, ladies. If you can be captains... So off the bat, I think we're all saying we're going to blow up the pregnant woman, maybe except for me. I'm not quite there yet, but Maria and Ryan. You would
2: rather die. I, you would rather everybody die than have to make a choice like that.
1: I think I would. Really? I, I just think I that would eat me up alive. And what would my quality of life be? I, that's what I worry but what about. What if Matt was there with you? What if your family was there with you? You yeah, would exactly. still not
0: be able to blow up the, the woman that led you into this cave that probably said something like, no, it'll be fine.
1: Okay, if my family's there, this is different.
2: Oh, wow. I think I what get a little me? more.
1: What if it's me, bitch? <laughs> then what? <laughs> well, then I, I, we're going down together. That's how we'll, no! fi- that's how we'll finally get our infamy. <laughs> the big ones will become a hit <laughs> podcast after we die. In well, the
2: how do you feel about death? Are you afraid? You're not afraid of dying, I don't
1: think. Yes, sir, I am. You are? <laughs> of course, of course. I'm also, I'm just also afraid of murdering. It's not murder. Is it? Well, if you hand a pregnant lady a lipstick of dynamite. I mean, it's, it's justified.
2: <laughs> That's a great question. Is that Murder? Yeah, but you, no jury would get mad at you if you're like, "Look, I had to save all of our our lives." So I guess you could be tried for murder, although it's not because you're 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 trying to. It wasn't. It's not murder either because you're trying to save everybody. It would be like manslaughter or something.
0: The woman expedition leader did put herself in the position of leading a bunch of people into a cave that was not safe, and then for some reason, trying to get out first and getting stuck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is all her fault and I think she should be held accountable. No, I think she got stuck going into the cave. This is what I think happens. So she's like, go ahead, everyone, go into the cave and then she's going last and she gets stuck and plugs (laughs) up the cave. You hear a, uh-oh. And then you turn around. Plugs it
2: up with her. Yeah. She plugs it up with her belly. This
1: is so, it really is so silly. And it, and it does come down to like, do you let one die to save many, which is a recurrent theme on this podcast. And, and typically- and You
2: always choose. You always choose. Got to You gotta kill one.
1: Right? Yeah. I don't know how much well, does the pregnancy play into it for you all?
0: Yeah, that's the question. Is this life, this child did not ask to be, you know- Put into this cave. This child didn't, you know.
2: uh, Child's gonna die anyway, guys. Child's dead. Not child's dead. Whether you but dynamite the kid or not.
0: No. If you give the
1: pregnant woman the dynamite, she can live, and we'd all die. Well, that's the other version of the dilemma. So maybe that will make it harder. So if if we're saying that the pregnant woman will survive, but everyone else in the cave, the five people in the cave. Will die. I mean, maybe that makes it a little bit more complicated. So, would that change your?
2: I like that more because then you can just like, how old are the people in the cave? Right? It's a bunch. Of, it's a bunch of octogenarians. It's like, well, we did all right. You know, we had a nice run right. between the five of us. But here's like a little baby person and the and ostensibly a young pregnant lady, right? So they got a lot of life ahead of them.
1: She could be like a Janet Some... Jackson type where she's pregnant at fifty.
2: Why she was fifty when she was? I pregnant. think Janet
1: Jackson had her baby at fifty, which is incredible. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's so difficult when you start trying to quant put a value on like life for various reasons. That's what we're here to do. I know. That's the
2: name of your show. I know. <laughs> That's literally what we're here to do. You have to put a value on it. Yeah. Once you kind of lived a bunch, it's like, eh, you did pretty good. Let's give it to the baby. Let's give it to the child.
0: Yeah, yeah, but that child's mother—that child's mother—got stuck in a cave hole. So what? Chi- what chance does that child have? You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> she could be stuck in another cave hole in no time.
1: That's <laughs> true. You know,
2: that kid's—that kid's fucked. Really, any way you look at it, already before the kid's even born, is already in mortal danger. Yeah, maybe we should maybe there's some Darwinian stuff going on. <laughs> There she is, I, that's not that's how
0: I feel about it. It's kind of like you put, if someone put me in that position, then I'd say, well, sorry, you put me in this position and I got to get out of here. Yeah.
1: Well, how about this? Should we do just a little role play where one of us plays the pregnant woman stuck in the cave and then the other two are kind of trying to get her to take the dynamite. Great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Of
2: course. Obviously. Okay. So
1: who, who would like, let's cast it up. Um, Maria, do you have a role? Would you like to be the pregnant woman?
2: Maria has the most antipathy for the pregnant lady. <laughs> okay.
1: there's,
2: there's the most, most potential for drama. Okay, so why
1: don't I? Maybe I'll be the pregnant woman stuck in the cave, and Maria, you're the like sort of uh, you and Ryan are in the cave.
0: Okay, you've you've let us in here, and we turn around,
1: and there you are. The sun—you <laughs> okay, can't okay. see the sun anymore. Okay, okay, hold on, let Okay, um, oh. Um, uh, you guys I think we have an issue Janice where
0: come over Janice come over here you're blocking the light
1: I'm stuck you're what I'm stuck in the cave hole help help
0: oh my god well, didn't you say the tide was going to come up here in like 20 minutes yeah alright Jeffrey where's that dynamite didn't you say you brought dynamite with you
2: wait i brought dynamite what to to kill uh, i have dynamite yeah you said oh yeah here's my dynamite there it is i'm yes ending. this is good i know i remember this stuff okay <laughs> yeah of course i have dynamite i always bring dynamite every time i go hiking with a pregnant lady
1: well wait 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 a minute what's the dynamite for well, that was just in case something happened, and
0: it seems something happened, so would you hold on to this? Well, no, I'm not going
1: to hold on to the dynamite. What are you insane? This is also your first thought, and your first sick thought goes straight to blowing me up. Well, can you get out? I don't think so. Okay.
2: Well, what do you think we should do?
1: I mean, I think we hope for a miracle. Okay, well, that's...
0: no. We don't wait for a miracle.
1: <laughs> why don't we all say a prayer? No. No. <laughs> no.
2: no we we're not relying t- on astrology now. This is astronomy time. No, I
1: read. So. I read my horoscope this morning, and my horoscope said, "There's nothing. There's nothing you can't get out of." <laughs> well, you, and you've got a point there. That's why we have the dynamite.
2: Wow! What a prescient. <laughs> horoscope. Now, <laughs> There's nothing you can't get out of, even if you shove your pregnant body <laughs> in the cave hole. Yeah.
0: Now, I'm reading the directions on the back of the dynamite, and it says that that if the person holding the dynamite is in the hole, they will survive and everyone else will die. So I'm I'm going to hold the dynamite because then we won't die. Do you see what I'm getting at? I'm trying to say that there is a way where you'd live if you held the dynamite. Do you you think what I would, but
1: then would you guys die? We'd die. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, listen, let me make, I know there's five of you and haven't you lived your life? I mean, listen, uh, Jane, I know you just got divorced and you're thinking you're going to go on a cruise. Don't you dare. Let me have my cruise, please. I mean, I'm not taking that stick of dynamite. You're going to have to blow me up against my will.
2: Oh, wow. You
1: let us in here. You don't think that
0: you deserve to be punished for leading us in here. I don't I don't believe it like I
1: don't think like that did you know there was a risk when we came in here did you know there was a risk uh well there's always a risk when you're cave swimming and you guys signed <laughs> you guys signed waivers
0: <laughs> we did if we signed waivers that's a different story did you we really said, sign yes, waivers yes
1: you all signed waivers
2: oh wow that's a complicating factor do you have a copy of the waiver I don't remember. <laughs>
1: yeah let me I thought it. I was just giving my lunch order. No no no, you signed you signed waivers, but I do have your chicken quesadillas. All right, and see. Okay, you didn't get anywhere. <laughs> no, you didn't get anywhere.
2: <laughs> Except that it made me want to eat a chicken quesadilla for dinner. Yeah. Good. That was
0: delicious. Look, I I know this is really harsh, but I think if there were no waivers signed, I know you brought in that waiver thing. As like a little hail mary pass at the end, but I'm just saying, like if the pregnant woman let us in there, let us into danger, then the woman, then the pregnant woman has to sacrifice her life. And that's what agree. I- wow, agree.
2: Yeah. This is seems this seems like a no brainer. Oh, God, kill the lady and her baby.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree, and I actually think that the pregnant woman being the leader that aside to me that has little to do with it actually when I really think about like it's more just like there's five people um and it's like you have to try to save the most people and I think that it's kind of over and over again I mean that that's definitely justifiable now what if it wasn't a pregnant lady what if it was the last white rhino
2: but the rhino's gonna die every time that's the problem
1: not
0: if it's it's pregnant it's pregnant, pregnant.
2: last <laughs> 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 pregnant. pregnant white rhino
0: no I think it's that if you use the dynamite then the rhino can get out but you'll all die right
2: yeah yeah
0: would you let that no the uh, sorry the rhino's dying yeah I'm
1: I so no, I think a rhino no. dying
2: no no it's the last white rhino versus five like American people. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely let the Rhino live.
0: No, what you're saying, you would literally kill yourself to save a white Rhino. Who's going to be in the middle of the ocean after it gets set free. Anyway.
2: (laughs) Well, (laughs) maybe there's a Rhino raft. You know what I mean?
1: Okay. This is what I'm going to do. This is kind of a loophole, but I'm, um, I'm, I'm going to take one of the Rhino's hairs and pluck it so that later scientists can clone it. Um, in a lab um but for me the rhino dilemma is more clear-cut i don't know if that's right or wrong but i would i think i would blow up the rhino i'd feel terrible
2: you could induce and then <gasps> we have a rhino you could
1: induce, <laughs> you, could <laughs> induce.
0: <laughs>
2: you could induce you could, you could you induce because induce. then you have the baby the mom's dead then you have to raise the right the, the rhino child
1: that's right
2: and then the rhino yeah i think that's what i would do i would induce
1: okay with the done so final answers you two are blowing up the pregnant woman I, i'm honestly yes. it's really tough for me to say but i think you're right that you'd have to do what you had to to get the people out of the cave and that in this situation is blow someone up
0: <laughs> yeah. Well we there we go. Case closed. Um all right. Well our last segment, uh you're not done yet, is we have a listener mail uh dilemma. Someone
1: wrote in with listener dilemma. <laughs> oh I love these. Yes. yes. Okay, so this is a little dilemma. Let's see here. Okay. um, Hi, big ones. For the fourth year in a row, we've had a family of foxes use a den under the shed in our backyard as their home for at least a little while as they're raising their pups. I love seeing them and the pups are incredibly cute, but some neighbors are apprehensive about having them around because they're worried about their pets, which is understandable. The dilemma is that I will sometimes go out and leave some cut up pieces of banana as a treat for the foxes. Is it wrong for me to do something that could artificially extend the foxes stay in my area? If you'd like to take a look at the foxes to help your decision, you can see them here. My Instagram is fox content only continuing to love the show. Okay, let me pull up this picture of wow. Yeah.
2: Show me the foxes. Oh my
1: gosh, the foxes. They are beautiful. I don't know. Can you go, see that?
2: oh that's awesome mitchcock
1: wow they are lovely i mean they're very cute and she's not kidding The or they are not kidding this instagram is exclusively fox. fox fox content <laughs> wow well ryan what do you think
2: well is the, do foxes eat are they worried about pets like dogs and stuff
1: sounds like mm-hmm. it do
2: foxes kill dogs
0: uh, this is a little, that's something a Google search might help us out with. Do foxes
1: <laughs> eat pets?
2: Yeah, there you go. Foxes
1: um, chase cats. Generally, though, when faced with the claws and teeth of a cat, foxes back away. But maybe they eat dogs. I don't
2: think they eat dogs. I don't think that you can... How about this? I don't think you can, like facilitate the growth of a animal that would put your neighbor stuff it you know in danger just so you can have cute foxes
0: yeah
2: you know what i mean like what was it there was that uh there was that whale that fell asleep on an iceberg and ended up in the united kingdom did you see this
1: (laughs) that's (laughs) cute (laughs)
2: Not a whale of a, a, a sea lion or a, mat, a walrus or something.
1: Oh, and he drifted and he away. fell
2: asleep and he drifted away, and they're like, well, ethically we can't do anything because this is like nature being nature. We can't really save it. i'm I might be muddling some details here, but hold on. I'm pretty sure that was it because you kind of gotta let you kind of gotta let the things you gotta let things happen sometimes. You can't save all the because it's like butterfly effect, then something else happened. then, then Timmy, the dog dies. Right.
0: Right. I I think feeding feeding them food to kind of, you know, catch a glimpse might not be the best thing. You should let them live under there, you know, and do their thing. But I I, I don't think you want to you want to have them build a home. You know, knowing that food's going to be coming for them and that kind of stuff. Because then what happens when when you go on vacation, the bananas aren't there. And all of a sudden, you know, little Mitzi, Mitzi, the kitty uh, gets out and all of a sudden she looks like the tastiest banana there ever
1: was. Exactly. Yeah. I also think foxes come and go, but your relationship with your neighbors can last a lifetime.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That was amazing.
1: (laughs) That's something that would be on a pillow. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that feels like something I would definitely find in a thrift store in Ohio. Yeah.
0: Foxes you know I mean? come and go, but neighbors last for a lifetime.
2: But nice Neighbors. Your relationship with your, your neighbors. neighbors.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that
2: was the best part. It wasn't your name?
0: Your relationship. <laughs> it could. Yeah, anyway. I
2: don't think you can feed the foxes. You count yourself lucky you have them, but don't. You can't really do it. I feel like every... Um, science fiction, been watching a lot of science fiction movies. There's always someone that has to kill themselves at the end. Don't you feel like every science fiction one is just like, I'm gonna go do it, and like tell my wife I love her or whatever? I don't know why. I, I think about you're that maybe now.
1: thinking of Armageddon.
2: Every one, every yeah. single science fiction movie in space, there's always someone that has to sacrifice themselves for the good of the of humanity.
0: Independence Day, that's another one. They got a they got it because it's always about going into the center of something. Something has to, sign. <laughs> someone has to go into the center and there's no way to, yeah. to not. When you you want-
2: should do uh, an episode on every science fiction movie where someone sacrifices themselves for the good of humanity.
0: Well, to be honest, we did do a Godzilla episode that caused people to um, rebel. Like they re- they reacted in a way that that. We we didn't expect them to react the way they did, but they really hated the episode. Some people loved it, but then some people really hated it because. Um,
2: what's the TL? What's the TLDR of, of that? What's the too long didn't read? Why why were people so upset?
0: Because we didn't quite understand
1: the um what what Godzilla was about, and so we had a lot of qu- <laughs> we got we got caught questions. up in the details. It's 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 oh. when people are really big fans of something, it's frustrating for two women who haven't seen it to try to discuss it in detail. <laughs> In <laughs> what's yeah, the what's history. the thing called the reactor was what's like the thing the... that oh the oh god i didn't
2: um, i didn't mean to bring this no. up but you're going to get We're more hate get now. Trouble, no no
1: okay. no they loved it
2: subscribe to the patreon it's 2 dollars a month <laughs> and you get really great episodes but well
1: now i'm really no, wanting it... to see the movie of the pregnant woman stuck in the cave and i want to play the pregnant woman and have a dramatic scene where i do turn turn a corner and decide to sacrifice myself and I bite the cap off the dynamite or whatever and hold it. But then then at the last minute I would get rescued, right? Uh, I don't think so.
2: No, they would induce but your baby would
0: live on. And by the way, my in my head, it's just your belly that's stuck in the
1: hole. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Tiny hole. (laughs) Why would you go belly first through a hole? Like I thought I was going to backbend. It doesn't make sense. Anyway, there's certain things like pregnant women can do a lot, but maybe like leading a cave expedition is not one of them. <laughs> Just like they can't go on upside down roller coasters. Right. Okay. But they can do a lot of other fun stuff. Of course. They can do their puzzles. But you know, after the cave incident, there's going to be a lot of legislation <laughs> that gets pushed through <laughs> to make sure this never happens again.
2: Wow. Wow. <laughs>
0: Well, Ryan, thank you so much. This has been—we've really uh, my moral compass has been expanded, and I see things in a whole new way.
2: Well, I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm glad I got to meet you. I'm sorry that the the nuances of the pregnant lady felt like I couldn't I couldn't really play both sides. I just had to kill people.
1: No, it's good. It, you know- it shows. It's like being decisive is a really good characteristic.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And uh, I'll be more gentle with my astrology loving wife and child. Yeah. That's the important part.
0: And um, so where, well, Guster's working on a new album?
2: Yeah. Guster's working on a record now. I just got back. Yeah. We're doing that. And I do, I have a lot of side hustles. I score films and awesome. I, have, and I have things I make. Yeah. I'm making lots of stuff all the time. I just got my vaccine. I'm going to go party. It's going to be Burning Man like every day in two weeks from tomorrow, from yesterday.
0: Do you want, can people find you online or anything? Do you have anything you're you're wanting to plug or anything like that?
2: That's a great question. What do I want to plug? Oh, I made a little animated series called Pretty Good Story about um, famous, um, really short, funny stories about people meeting famous people and then they're animated um, with hand-drawn paint. They're really funny. That's on the that's on the internet, on Instagram. Pretty good story. Great. It starts with a Bob Dylan story. I'll send it to you cool. when we're done. You'll laugh.
0: That'd okay, be awesome.
2: We cool. can plug that. That's kind of a fun thing to plug.
0: Yeah, people love that.
2: Um, What else can I plug? I did a movie that was at Sundance hmm. that got bought. That'll come out with uh, Zoe Lister-Jones and Daryl Ween and lots of cool LA comedians called How It Ends. That's coming out soon. Fun. That's all for now.
0: That's a, that's a great, that's a lot. That's a, that's, <laughs> that is a lot.
2: Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, guys, this has been great. You can email us at the big ones pod, cast at gmail.com. You can tweet us at the big ones pod and send us your dear big ones, your big, big one. If you got a big, big one that you want us to do, we'd love to do that too. And, um, Thanks so much for listening to The Big Erios.
1: Powered by Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.